Welcome to another episode of Spilling Your Weekly Tea, and these are the top international headlines of the past week. So we have a continuous report of the issues going on in Latin America with the protests of the tax reforms being established in Colombia. So that's something we have to continue to discuss because it's essentially affecting Latin America, their economy, and the citizens' Uh, well-being as well. So that is something that's been talked about and the president has brought up that he is more than welcome to establish another conversation with the heads of this whole protest to help establish a negotiation and move forward with eliminating these tax reforms as well. We have the war between Palestine and Israel. It's getting more difficult for other countries to perform an intervention as countries are leading a very strong war during this and the attacks and injuries and deaths that have taken a toll on the country. Hi, I'm Jorge Tapia and this is the National News of Belgium from the Brussels Times. 600,000 more houses than households in Belgium. In Belgium, there are about 5.8 million houses, around 600,000 more than there are households on paper, which have resulted in real house price increasing more slowly. In the last decade, 400,000 new houses were built in Belgium, while least the population grew more slowly, as just 235,000 additional households were reported in the same period, meaning there are more houses than households in Belgium. The second news is that coronavirus reproduction rate drops to lowest point in weeks. The reproduction rate of the coronavirus is continuing to decrease in Belgium and dropped to 0.88 yesterday, the lowest it has been in weeks, according to the latest figures from the Cienzano Public Health Institute updated on Monday morning, Monday morning. And that's all for the national news of Belgium. Hi, my name is David, and today's news is going to be about Belgium. And like all the news that have come before this one, this is about its current situation regarding COVID-19. And well, actually there's not really that much rather than an interesting news that indicates that there will be a third vaccine for its residents in Belgium and it will be by the end of 2021 but while they may be handling COVID-19 really well we can say the same for their diplomats and their ambassadors as there's been recently a problem with the family of the ambassador of Belgium that the wife of the ambassador went to a South Korean shop and hit two employees and used her rights to to don't go to not go to court or or avoid any crimes that can make her some harm right and interestingly enough the ambassador obviously just said, like, I'm sorry for her behavior, blah, 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 but 
the problem is he did a he did an apology on his language and on the South Koreans and it wasn't handled very well and it turned out that like 1,000 negative comments said like hey why does the yeah, I get it the ambassador can avoid some crimes even if we don't want to but why does does his family gets to have this immunity only the ambassador should be given this this protection right and I totally agree like hey just because the wife is is married to the ambassador she should she shouldn't be immune to this to she she must not do that to any shop so just because hey I don't like your attitude so please give me that or I'll bump you in the head and I'll slap that that man across the hall like no you shouldn't do that just because you are married to an ambassador especially Belgium uh, well that's at least the most shocking news if you want to call it like that and that is all for me the name is David and we'll be back after these commercials Hi, my name is Christina, and today in the session of Economy and Finance, we are going to talk about the economy of Belgium. The economy of Belgium is a modern capitalist economy that has capitalized on the country's central geographic location, highly developed transport network, and diversified industrial and commercial base. Belgium was the first country to undergo an industrial revolution on the continent of Europe in the early 19th century and has since has developed an excellent transportation infrastructure of ports, canals, railways, and highways to integrate in its industry with that of, of its neighborhoods. Industry is concentrated mainly in the populous Flanders in the north around Brussels and in the two biggest Wallon cities, Ligue and Char Charleroi, along the Ceylon Industrial. The currency of Belgium is the euro, and now we are going to talk about the changes of the currencies versus the peso. The euro is 24.5 zero four pesos the dollar is in 19.78 pesos and the yen is in 0.18 pesos and that's all for this section today hello today on world news israel's military operation against palestine hamas militias in gaza will continue with full force said prime minister benjamin netanyahu he also commented that they are acting now for as long as necessary to restore calm, though it will take time. Gaza officials said 42 people, including 16 women, 10 children, have died in the latest Israel airstrike. 10 people, including two children, have been killed in the rocket attacks on Israel since Monday. The overall death toll in Gaza now stands at 197 people, including 58 children and 34 women, with 1,235 injured, according to the Hamas-controlled health ministry. Israel also says dozens of militias are among the dead. It is very surprising that a tension or a war or chaos that happened more than 100 years ago is still going on today. It is, it is a 100-year problem 
that no one seemed to just talk over. Since no one really saw that there was a problem or you could say a war brewing, no one really paid attention. That's why nobody really aimed to resolve this tension that was going on between, you could say, a country where it was divided because people thought it was a good idea when really it wasn't and it it was all a domino effect where they move where you can say europe did an effect on on these people when they really shouldn't have and they since they and when they put back the country you could say and they said it's not divided anymore that is what caused the division even more there was a crack there in their country that no one ever tried to fix because I guess you could say no one ever tried to fix it because you couldn't really see the problem until things got so tensed up that it became a problem that everybody saw that needed fixing. It is very sad to see now how hundreds of people are getting killed, injured, especially children. And it's a problem that no one is willing to take the first step to call on the white flag and being okay let's talk about this and it's sad to see this that it's a tension that doesn't want to get resolved because both sides want to win and if both sides wanting to win meaning that there could be a war that in this war could be the cause of others other countries being being brought in because the orient in the middle east are the ones that are bringing all the petroleum and stuff like that so it's just it's a chain of things that could happen and without them a lot of things wouldn't function especially like machinery uh and places where things are made and it's just it's just very sad to see what what could happen in the future some you can say good news is suddenly and surprisingly americans are taking off their masks the country's top public health body the centers of disease control and prevention announced stunning news Guidance that follow that fully vaccinated people no longer need to f- cover their faces in most situations, indoors and outside. Hugs and handshakes are back on. <laughs> At this point, I don't even know what to say. I am so sorry. One day, yes, everybody is so scared of that vaccine. The next, you can take off your masks. It's just kind of wild. In today's section, Orientalism, Chapter 2, Part 4, it talks about the reconstruction but in structure of with pilgrims, pilgrimages of British and the French. I think the goal of the Orient is no longer to, you know, accumulate the accumulation of knowledge. It's rather the creation of a specific mythology that places the Orient within the context of needing a moral savior, savior which is the form of a Christian pilgrim. I, I believe that with that in this chapter, it talks a lot about how people actually... S- saw that it was a lot of very religious based um the orient and they wanted the west wanted the east or the orient that they wanted to be them in their religion they wanted to put them into their religion christianity while obviously the orient is a completely different or the way of customs to the religion is different to what the orient is is the west is used to seeing and what they thought is oh they need they need us. They need us to save them. We are their saviors. We will take them out of that misery. Or they need to see the light. They need to be enlightened to see the way of what really is religion. And what and how to approach religion. But they never really took time to see how people really were. People just 
in the West, they had imagination of what it what of the or what the Orient was. They they never really knew what it was until recently. Scholars started writing about them, and they actually took time to stay in those places. But it was all from their point of view, and obviously, everybody has their own point of view, and we're not going to see eye to eye with somebody else. So as people started writing these novels about the Orient and and the religion and how they were, people started making up, you could say, false stereotypes thanks to these novels. That is why many, many people thought that they needed saving, that they needed a Christian pilgrim to save them from their wrongdoings. When really people were just living their lives and living up and worshiping their own religion because that is what they grew up on. But the West saw it as a bad thing. And that since they were not the, with the ideology of the West, the Orient was always seemed bad to them. Hello guys, my name is Daphne and today we're going to be talking about Belgium. So Belgium is one of the smallest countries in Europe. Uh, Belgium is bordered by France, Luxembourg, the Netherlands and Germany. The official name is the Kingdom of Belgium. The capital is Brussels. Uh, Belgium has a population of 11.46 million people. The official languages are Dutch, French, and German, and the currency is the Euro. Belgium is one of the most heavily populated countries in Europe, and most people live in the urban areas. Belgium is divided into three communities based on language. In the north are the Flemings, who speak Flemish or Dutch. In the south are the Walloons, who speak French. And in the city of Liège, there is a small German-speaking population. Art, music, and architecture play a big role in Belgian life and history. Government and economy. So Belgium has a, has a constitutional monarchy. The government in Belgium is led by a prime minister who is appointed by a monarch and approved by the parliamentary. Belgium is one of the most industrialized countries in Europe with industries including metal manufacturing, food production, and construction. Some places that you must visit if you someday travel to Belgium is Bruges, Brussels, Angreb, and Ghent. Finally, as always, I'm going to share with you some fun facts about Belgium. So, Belgium produces more than 220 tons of chocolate per annum. In the 1970s, light beer was served during school lunch since the love of this beverage in the country. Belgians love soccer. And also you can find more than 30 types of different waffles in Belgium. Hello, my name is Daphne and I'm going to share with you uh, my points of view of the Orientalism book, uh, Chapter 2, Orientalism Instructors and Restructors of Part 4, Pilgrims, Pilgrimage, British and French. Okay, so I really enjoyed this part. I think it's very interesting and very important for the history of Orientalism. Part of the reason Orientalists characterized the Orient as inferior was the history of how the Orient interacted with the West in the 19th century. So the Orient was transmitted, uh, the ideas or the culture of the Orient was transmitted to the West by the European travelers. Uh, the response of these pilgrims uh, was to ward against these unsettled influences of the Orient. They thought Orient was bad or had uh, bad influences. Uh, well, pilgrimage uh, were more 
is slightly different because they were English and French travelers and they have different histories of interactions with the Orient. Their, their experiences were both uh, more positive and more to the biblical lens. As I mentioned before, in those times, every knowledge that people had about the Orient was because of the European travelers. So all of these ideas were propagated uh, with the information about the from their personal experiences. This finished uh, when the mass of text production, dissemination, and research become. So they were now uh, having more information about the Orient rather than only uh, the voice to voice or the thoughts of the other people that traveled there. 